Welcome to Sleep Cues, the everything baby sleep podcast. I'm Erin, pediatric sleep consultant and founder of The Happy Sleep Company. From catnaps to night wakes and regressions to teething, we cover all things baby sleep. With a passion for children's sleep, we're here to help tired families get healthy rest. Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I'm excited for Q&A Tuesday. I always love this day because I just love hashing through the questions you have asked because like especially today when I was going through the questions that I got in my inbox on Instagram this week and I was deciding what to include in this week's podcast, there are so many that relate to one another. So there's one question and I think about the answer for that and then I look at the next question and I realize, wow, that completely relates to the previous question. And I sound very excited, I know, but sleep very much excites me as I'm sure you've already figured out if you listen to this podcast or if you follow us on Instagram. But the point is, I love that all the questions do so often relate to one another and that I get a lot of similar questions because I love being able to provide answers that help multiple parents. We know that this question isn't just one parent all on their own wondering this very unique thing that you know no one else is struggling with and they're just feeling really beside themselves about what the answer could be. We know that other parents are struggling with this too. And not that I want you to struggle, not happy that anybody's struggling with sleep or having challenges, but I do want parents to know that they're not alone, that these are not just questions that you have. These are not just struggles and challenges that you have. Lots of parents have them and there are answers. There are ways to overcome those sleep difficulties. There are answers to your questions. So not to worry, we're going to dive all into that. First question for today is about an eight month old. My baby just turned eight months. He was on a three nap schedule and going down for his naps well and sleeping until about 6.30 a.m. every day. But since we switched him to a two nap schedule, he's having shorter naps and waking up around 5, 5.30 in the morning any advice. First piece of advice here is the same advice I have about a lot of sleep situations, and it is don't fix something that's not broken. This child just turned eight months. My guess is that this mom did some reading and heard that for many babies, eight months is an age where they're ready for more awake time and a two-nap schedule, and then just decided to put her baby on a two-nap schedule. What I'm reading in this question is that the baby was doing great on a three-nap schedule. He would go down for all three naps. He wasn't resisting his naps. He was sleeping all the way through the night until well past 6 a.m. the next day. So why did we switch to a two-nap schedule? Don't fix what's not broken is my first piece of advice. Go with what's working for your baby, even if it's not exactly what you've read in terms of what should or shouldn't be happening at their age. For this parent, I would say go back to a three-nap schedule. That's what was working for your baby. Lots of eight-month-olds are ready for a two-nap schedule. Lots of eight-month-olds start resisting their third nap of the day, not looking tired at the end of their wake windows, so you need to extend those, and that puts you on a two-nap schedule. But some eight-month-olds still do great with a three-nap schedule. Some children do great with a a three-nap schedule until well after nine months of age. So do what's working for you and your babe. So for this mom, I would go back to a three-nap schedule, go back to what was working, and then when you do see that it's not really working for your individual babe anymore, when he does doesn't look tired leading up to his naps, when he's taking a really long time to fall asleep, when he's resisting one or more of his naps entirely, those are good signs that your child's actually ready to go down to that two nap schedule. Next question is about a toddler. My toddler is 17 months and on one nap. She naps for about an hour to an hour and a half in the middle of the day and goes to bed at 7 p.m. 
Lately, she always wakes for the day around 5, 5.30. How can I help her sleep later? So we have to keep in mind that most children do well with a two-nap schedule until they're around 16 to 18 months of age. This child is 17 months. She's at that kind of tricky transitional age where she was probably resisting one of her naps and mom decided, okay, it's time to go down to a one nap schedule instead, but she's still quite young and she's just starting to adjust to a one nap schedule and she's tired. So that might explain why her nap isn't super long. An hour, an hour and a half on a one nap schedule for a young toddler isn't a huge nap. And then she's not going to bed until 7 p.m. So if we think about the fact that some 17 month olds are actually still having two naps in a day, and only around four hours of awake time before they go to bed at night, then if this child is only napping from like noon until one and then having to go all the way to 7 p.m. without sleep, she's probably overtired at bedtime. So that would likely explain the early morning wake-ups because if you listen to this podcast, you know that I often talk about the fact that too much awake time before bed, overtiredness at bedtime is a leading culprit of early morning wake-ups. I would suggest this child is overtired at bedtime and it's causing the early morning wake-ups. So for this parent, I would say you have a couple of options. One would be to consider going back to a two-nap schedule. If you only recently switched and now you're finding these issues, then it might be, like I said, relatable to the previous question we talked about, where maybe you switched a bit early. Maybe you just switched to one nap a day because you thought you should, even if your baby was doing well on a two-nap schedule. So if she was doing reasonably well on a two-nap schedule and you only recently switched to one and now you're seeing these early wake-ups, I would probably go back to a two-nap schedule for a little while. If that's not feasible for your family and you need to stick with a one-nap schedule, you likely need to do a significantly earlier bedtime until your child is a little bit older or until your child starts taking longer naps and adjusts to that one nap schedule and starts taking more restful sleeps in the middle of the day. So for a 17-month-old who's only napping for an hour in the middle of the day, I would put that child to bed around 6 p.m. to really make sure she's not overtired. If she's napping closer to an hour and a half, maybe we can do closer to 6.30, but definitely not later than that for a child that age who's napping well under two hours. Next question is about amounts of daytime sleep. I get this question a lot. Is there a maximum amount of sleep you would suggest for a child in a day? Is a question I get. This one specifically is about a six-month-old. Is there a max amount of sleep you would suggest for a six-month-old? My baby naps well, but she's up in the night. So I'm wondering if maybe she's getting too much daytime sleep. Is that a thing? Yes, it's a thing. It's not a problem that a ton of parents come to us with because most parents come to us saying, my baby just doesn't nap a lot during the day doesn't get a lot of daytime sleep, and then she's overtired at bedtime. But certainly some parents come to us and say, my child naps a lot in the day, and I'm worried that she's getting too much daytime sleep, and that's why she doesn't sleep well at night. At different ages, there are certainly different amounts of daytime sleep that are recommended. At around six months, I would suggest that not much more than about four hours of daytime sleep is recommended, probably more like three and a half to three and three quarters. And I know that sounds really specific, but that is generally what we see works best for children that age to get the daytime sleep they need, but not get so much daytime sleep that it interrupts their nighttime sleep. So just under around four hours a day is really good for a child who's around five, six, seven months. And then even once your child is eight, nine months and very likely on a two-nap schedule, we're still looking at around four hours and not more than that. So I would be capping those couple of naps around two hours each because if your child's getting more like four and a half, five hours of daytime sleep, 
they're likely going to have disrupted nighttime sleep because there's not enough of what we refer to as sleep pressure on their nights. They're not tired enough to go to bed easily or to stay asleep all night. And then they wake up wired in the middle of the night or wake up early because their daytime sleep totals have been met already. So keep that in mind. Yes, it is a thing. It is possible that too much daytime sleep could disrupt nights. So something to consider if your child is a really strong and long napper, but still having a lot of trouble at night. The next question is about an eight-month-old. My baby's eight months old. She used to do 11 and a half to 12 hours overnight and wake around 7.30 in the morning. Now it's more like 11 hours overnight and an earlier wake time of around 6.30 a.m. Dark room, sound machine, climate controlled and everything. Could it be too much daytime sleep? She gets about three to three and a half hours. So again, this is where I was like, oh, this really relates to the previous question, talking about too much daytime sleep. But in this case, I would not say this child is getting too much daytime sleep. She's eight months old. She gets around three to three and a half hours of daytime sleep. That's totally appropriate for an eight-month-old. The issue here is that babies' sleep needs and the amount of sleep they need does change over time and their schedules change over time as they age. Sleep is not always going to look exactly the same. Just because your six-month-old will sleep until 7.30 in the morning doesn't mean she's always going to sleep until 7.30 in the morning. Her development is changing, her, she's going through many milestones, her sleep needs are changing, and so it's expected that wake-up time will not always be at exactly the same time. The other thing to keep in mind is that it is very normal for babies and toddlers who sleep through the night to wake up for the day ready to roll anytime past about 6 a.m. So when a family comes to me and says their baby is waking up around 6.30 every day, I don't consider that an early morning wake up. Listen, I'm a parent and I'm a human being and I would love to sleep until after seven o'clock every day as well, but it's just not super realistic for most parents of young children because their body clocks do generally tend to work in a way that they're up and ready to rock anytime after about six. So 6.30 is actually a really good wake up time. If your eight month old is getting three to three and a half hours of daytime sleep and going to bed easily and sleeping well overnight and waking past 6 a.m. regularly, it's a pretty good schedule and I would just stick with it. I wouldn't necessarily mess with the schedule to try and get your child to sleep closer to 7 or 7.30 because it's just not necessarily realistic. And you may end up messing with the rest of her really good schedule for the sake of trying to get her to sleep until 7 a.m. Last question for today. My daughter has moved to her crib with the partially opened front for about the last couple of months, and she's never gotten out of her bed. This past week, she now gets up and leaves her room a bunch of times. I bring her back to her bed and I try to comfort her and then I leave. She eventually falls asleep. I was wondering if you have anything to help with that. She's 26 months old. So this child is just over two. And if you're a regular listener, you know that I recommend a crib until at least the age of three. Three and a half is even better if you can do it. This child is just over two and she's moved to not a big kid bed per se, but the front wall is off of her crib, i.e. she can easily get in and out of her crib just like it's a bed. So when I say that I recommend a crib until age three, three and a half, I mean full four-walled crib because then your child stays in the crib and isn't tempted to test boundaries and get out and sneak down the hallway and come to your bedroom and see what might happen in the middle of the night if she does that. 
So this is a tough one. I know the child has already been in the crib with the wall removed for a couple of months, but given that she's only just over two years of age, my recommendation to this mom was that she put the wall back up and the child be in a crib a little bit longer. By a little bit, I mean a lot, like closer to age three, three and a half. Certainly, and we've talked about this, if it's a safety issue, if you've pulled out all the stops and you've done what you can, but your child is just climbing out of the crib no matter what you do, then that's a different story and you may just have to manage it. And the way this mom is managing it is what I would recommend. Very boring, very business-like, not a lot of interaction in the middle of the night when your child comes to your room. Just guide her back to her room, let her know it's still nighttime, super boring. You go back to your bed and you treat it that way. The more boring it is for her, the less enticing it is for her. So if you can't go back to a crib, boring and business-like is the name of the game for those middle-of-the-night walks up and down the hall. But for a 26-month-old, I would put the wall back up on the crib if it's an option and stick with the crib because that makes it even more boring. She doesn't wake up in the middle of the night thinking, oh, I think I'm going to sneak down to mom's room and see what might happen when I tap her on the shoulder in the middle of the night. You know, I'm in this crib. I can't get out anyway. I'm a good sleeper. I'm still tired. I'm just going to go back to sleep because there aren't a lot of other options anyway. So I would stick with that. It is a lot easier to reason and negotiate with children when they actually develop reasoning skills, and that doesn't happen until around the age of three. And this is why I recommend crib until at least that time, because at that point, if your child is getting up in the night, you can talk about things like age-appropriate rewards and consequences to motivate them to stay in their bed and not be getting up all night long. But at just 26 months of age, is that child going to understand reasoning, rewards, consequences? Probably not. And so that's why I would stick with the crib at that point. So that's a wrap up of the top five questions of the week. I hope that was helpful. You can see how so many of them relate to one another. And I I'm very confident that so many of you listening probably have those questions too. You're around one of those ages where you're having those questions or those challenges. So I hope all of that was helpful and can guide you through those big sleep changes that your little ones are going through. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks for listening to Sleep Cues, the Everything Baby Sleep Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and share this episode with a mom or dad who might need some rest. Connect with us on Instagram at The Happy Sleep Company and check out our website, thehappysleepcompany.com for loads of blogs, sleep guides, and information about how we work with families one-on-one to get sleep on track.